Intro music. Wait, that's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. It is indeed, and we are here yet again with yet another episode of Bantha Milk Podcast. And I have to get used to saying that. Yeah. It's only, I think, the second episode where we've had our name change here. But, Rob, it's been a bit. How are you, my It friend? has been a bit. It feels like it's been forever, but it actually hasn't been that forever. But it yeah. has been, it's been long enough, that's for sure. So I am wonderful. Yeah, we, how are you? I'm doing well. Apologies to, I know we have millions and millions of fans out there who wait with bated breath for our show. Uh, and we were supposed to go live, I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday, but, uh, you know, it's almost June and we're teachers, so sometimes life happens. And we had, to, we had to go ahead and uh, delay a little bit. But I know you're here now for yet another fantastic episode of Bantha Milk Podcast, wherein we can talk about some new uh, developments going on in the world of Star Wars. We had a couple episodes of The Bad Batch since last we met. Um, yes. I'm pretty excited about the direction Bad Batch is going in. I don't know. Uh, it's moving at a little slower pace than some of the live action shows, but I think that's to be expected. But, uh, what do you got for your Bantha milk today, Rob? So I have the juice from, what is the juice from peak organic brewing incorporated? Uh, it's a wicked dry hopped pale ale. So I think it's uh, wicked dry. Now, what is the distinction between dry and wicked dry? I think wicked dry is because they're from Boston. Ah, I see. I see. Uh, No, they're in Portland, Portland, Maine. That's different. Yeah, interesting. So I don't know what what the differentiation is between wicked dry hopped and then regular dry hopped. um, Other than maybe they just want to be fancy and say it's wicked dry hopped. So maybe they do. Maybe that's they do. okay. I'm I'm just sipping. By the way, it, I, that's a new either a new Star Wars shirt or a new Star Wars. It's new to me Star Wars shirt. Uh, I'm really digging. If you're watching us on YouTube, Rob's got some some class and yeah. style going. And, and right at now. the bottom, what you can't see because I'm sitting, it says "Keep it classy." It's Darth Vader. Which you a, are. Darth Vader in a tuxedo. I am keeping it yeah. classy. That's right. You always do, and we always do here I on Ben Podcast. Do. That is right. Uh, I'm I'm drinking my trusty uh, bourbon whiskey because that's usually what I have to go buy in the house. Um, you know, I Rob, I went to. I think I told you, uh, I went to a stock car race or a, a sprint car race this week. Yes, and I felt like I felt like I was at a pod race. It was very exciting. Oh, that would be fun. Um, I, but I really think that I I missed an opportunity in that at no time during the event did I shout. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> um, it's a real missed have. opportunity for me. Yes. Um, I'm kind of bummed about it, but. You know, we sometimes we look back on our lives and we think, "What if?" And that—that's one of those moments I might be thinking that, back on for quite that was, some time. So you're just gonna have to go again. That's true. Just so that that's you true. Can now, yell now, Rob, you were saying you like racing and you've never been to a race. Yes. So I guess we got to go to a pod race. Well, at some yeah, point we'll have together. to go and then shout. Now that's pod racing. And that's then right. Have, you can have everybody look at us like we're idiots. And but you know, yeah, but fun. you know what? There'll be there were a couple Star Wars. I definitely saw some Star Wars fans. It was at, it was Bridgeport, New Jersey, and I saw a guy walking around. And it was wild because he looked like he was straight out of Cobra Kai. He had this long hair with a headband <laughs> on, and he was fly looking. And he had this really rad uh, tank top, Boba Fett tank top on. So I was like, "All right, my people are here. Yeah, that's they're, right. They're amongst us. They still. are amongst us. They, they're everywhere. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. I'm trying to find our Star Wars news clip, and I don't know. It just disappeared from my files that I have here. So. Are you sure we ever had a Star Wars news clip? Is it like a Berenstain, oh, Berenstain Bears is. Is situation? Wait, listen. 
the one. Yep, there it is. So see, we do have it. It's That's not good. Is it Star Wars news time yet? No, not yet, but I wanted to get it <laughs> okay. ready. I was like, I've, I wanted to get it I ready get it. for you. Because you always because I was gonna say we talked about we talked about our drink. Yes. Um, oh, you didn't we, talk about we yours. Had something you have else your, to talk about. Yeah, I just trusty. got my bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Right. But before we get to our appetizer, you had something else. Let's hear the crack. Uh, there it, was it is. A, it was a, a nice one. one. Yeah. Uh, it sounded okay on my end. It's all about the the acoustics. How this is it? This is very wicked. It's wicked. It's wicked. Yeah. It's all right. dry hopped and it's wicked. It's a pale ale, so it's nice, not a low uh, alcohol content, but tastes like beer. And since it's wicked. It has a very strong uh, hops flavor afterwards. So, yes, so I like it. All right. I'll tell you, uh, last episode I was drinking that old Granddad 112 as per the uh, recommendation of some of my uh, bourbon friends. Uh, and it was it's really good. I just about finished the bottle now, but it is it is hot. It is hot. It is a strong alcohol content. Okay. Um, and so th- now I'm back. This is just a bullet bourbon, which is, you know, what I usually just kind of have in my house. And just having that had that one bottle, now I'm drinking this, and I'm like, this is like juice. <laughs> it, <laughs> this is it's weak. so easy to drink. This is yeah, nothing compared to the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Oh boy. But uh, anyway, Rob, you had you had some stuff to get off your chest before our appetizer, right? Because I'm really want to oh. dig into our appetizer. Yes. So it, we'll talk about our appetizer, folks. Yes. Oh, we are ready with it. Um. Well, I wanted to talk about that. Oh, okay. So it's right here. So. When you were a kid, and this is this will be very good for YouTube more so than oh, I remember those guys for uh, our podcast. But I was when I was a kid, we called them like cootie catchers. I don't yeah, know what sure. You call them, but absolutely. Uh, for those of you listening and not watching us, it's one of those little things. It's like four squares you put in your hand, and then you know you pick a side and whatever, and then you have to count it and all that good stuff. That's right. So my wonderful wife found these on Pinterest. And they're Star Wars. I have two of them, actually. They're All Star right. Wars cootie catchers. Pew, 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 pew. So, Nick, let's play along. This one All right. has Luke, R2-D2, Yoda, or Darth Vader on it. Which one do you want? All right. So now you're when you do it, you're you're doing it by not letter, right? So I want to go Vader. Vader. So I'm just going to do Vader, not Darth Vader. No, no, no. I want you to go uh, Darth Vader because okay. that's what's written there. D A R T H V A D E R. Okay. So now there you have is. numbers three, four, seven, or eight to pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with eight. Eight. So eight's an even number. So it's gonna come back to the same thing. But one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. No cheating. Eight. Yeah. There you go. Three, four, seven, and eight again. Surprise. One. One's not an option. Three, four, seven, or eight. Oh, you got to pick one of those. Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> I thought I saw one on yeah, there. Yeah, it's a seven. One, two, three. Okay, so now you have one, two, five, or six. And this is the one where we're going to see what the fortune uh, is see. underneath of it. You know what? Uh, I got a good feeling about order 66. Okay. So I'm going to go with six. Order 66 says, your overconfidence is your weakness. Now that is right. uh, that is a hundred percent the truth. That is right the there. truth. That goes along with the order sixty six greatly. All right, so now yes, indeed. the other one. Kylo, oh, they're they're both different. They're different, yes. Okay, this all one right. Is Kylo Ren, Finn, BB eight, or Ray. I'm gonna go with Kylo Ren. Of course you will. K Y L O R E N. One, two, five, or six. Let's go with five. One, two, three, four, five. Seven, eight, three, or four. Let's go with eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> seven, eight, three, or four. Three. Three. And so now three says, hope is not lost today. It is found. 
hope oh, is not lost nice. today. It is found. So there that's you go. That's a nice sentiment. Yeah, so All that's right. a good that's a good fortune for you. I feel very nice about yeah, that. So All right. Well, uh, so so if you want to oh, find some Star Wars cootie catchers, go right. on Pinterest, go I on guess. Go on Pinterest and look them up. Also, before we get into our appetizer, um, since it's now the end of May, I guess we can say that voting for the ultimate fan is over. It was kind of over at the beginning of May, but now that it's the end of May, Luke Skywalker has won. He is the Luke ultimate Luke Skywalker fan. is the ultimate fan choice for number one character, and he beat out how many characters? I think like, well, there were 64 altogether. There were 64 altogether. Yeah. I mean, he showed, he showed up on top. He did show up that on is, top. And it was between him and Vader, Him huh? and Vader in the final two. And that it is, was that is interesting. It was a uh, pretty in favor of Luke over Vader too. It was a high number for for Luke. So I wonder it, it is because it's interesting because there is this like real loyalty to Luke that I feel like a lot of Star Wars fans feel, despite the fact that he's the Skywalker we've seen like the very least of. True. Like we were all we were all hoping that when the new prequel or the new sequels came out, there would be like a continuation of Luke's story and we get to see Grandmaster Luke Skywalker at his most awesome. And we didn't, but, but people still like, you know, we think back to that uh, scene from the Mandalorian at the end of the, the season, the season finale. And that was like, everyone lost their right. minds because that's, Luke holds such a spot in our hearts. Yeah, everybody wanted, that's what everybody wanted Luke to be in the movies was this yep. awesome, Su- totally supreme, totally boss uh, Jedi, and instead yep. we get whiny, complaining Luke, who's like, "I, I raised, I trained somebody who killed everybody, so I'm not doing it anymore." And so. I still never got to go to Tashi Station to get the power converters. <laughs> I still, I'm still missing thirty the years. Power converters. He's he's still nursing that old grudge. He is. He sure is. <laughs> All right, like, so <laughs> Uncle Ben or Uncle Uncle what? Owen, Owen, Uncle, Uncle Owen. Owen, I miss you, man. Yeah, but, but that still hurts. But deep. those power converters are still missing from Tashi Station. Yes, indeed. All right, oh, so the appetizers that we've been talking about oh so much, which is really funny because I don't even like these to begin with. But um, since my daughter made them, I'm gonna have to try. My daughter found and she won't come down here i don't know why i wanted her to come down and talk because she's a teenager she's a teenager she's she's 12 teen or 13 whatever she is now but she made us each these little baby yoda deviled eggs which they're adorable adorable. look at these guys considering they're in their little cradle uh i'll give her mad props because you know this could almost be on uh the nailed it show where they try yeah. to make these amazing cake things and they turn out a little little lumpy. But you can totally tell what this is. You can totally tell that this is Baby Yoda. Um, so she didn't really get too much telling me too much about the recipe other than, you know, she used some green food coloring to make Baby Yoda green. And the eyes and ears are made out of black olives. So she made us these cute little Baby Yoda deviled eggs. And I like how the egg, she even put the little, you know, back piece of his little thing on there. Would these be baby Yoda eggs? They would be baby Yoda. Baby Yoda eggs. Yes. All right. Well, let's give them a try. Our little little, little Norman appetizer here. here. Appetizer. You know what? And what? I don't know. While we're eating our appetizer, maybe maybe I should talk about social media. Let's do, do that. Think? Yeah. So we'll let's see. Now you got me all out of sorts. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just ready to enjoy this. Uh, I got a text message from her. She's Yoda'd thirteen. Egg. She's watching. She's us. thirteen. Yes, all right. All right, Cam. So thanks yes, for watching. Uh, all right. New social media. Here we go. 
Hey, if you're interested in more Star Wars info, want to chat, or even want to send us some Star Wars drink recipes, please be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms. You can catch us on Instagram and Facebook at Bantha Milk Podcast, Twitter at Bantha Milk. You can email us at BanthaMilkPodcast at gmail.com or even check out our website, BanthaMilkPodcast.com. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast over at the Ears Up Network. Our friends over up, over at Ears Up help us a whole lot, so give them and their many shows a listen. Their shows include Ears Up, Ears Up in Depth, The Supreme Resort, and Scraping the Vault. Also be sure to check out their Patreon at patreon.com slash ears with a Z up. For as little as $2 a month, you can help support our show. Any donations sent their way directly help us here at Bantha Milk Podcast and comes with great perks. So please check them out today. Perfect there timing. What do you, yes, indeed. What do you think, Rob? How'd, you, how'd your daughter do? She, well, considering I don't like deviled eggs, that was a very good deviled egg. Uh, is she calling you uh, right now? Somebody's calling me. She's like, hey, Dad, uh-huh. how was the egg? What do you Let's think? See. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was not her. That was my wife instead. Oh, she's uh, f- well, FaceTiming me from two floors up. She uh, she doesn't want to be on the show. She doesn't want to be on the show. It's a real bummer. Yeah. Well, next time maybe. I thought it was but I will tell you, I do I do enjoy a good deviled egg. This was really delightful. It was, it was a little good. a little green, right? <laughs> but you know, some of our favorite stuff on well, that's not no. true. Some of our least favorite stuff on this uh, yeah. channel. Is all green. the drinks but, that are green were bad, but green deviled eggs. Not but bad. green goes all right with eggs. Mm-hmm. Rock on. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, I love that your daughter did this for us because. You know, part of the concept of our show here is that we want some some fan input, having y'all send us some recipes for us to try. Um, and so we like that. So if you have any drink recipes, Star Wars drink recipes, Star Wars food recipes, uh, you want to let us know. Make sure you email us. Any green food uh, Send you us a message. Eat? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, of food. I'll eat any sort of Star Wars food, right? So make sure you send us an email about that. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, I'm going to be drinking my bourbon and we're going to be talking Star Wars. I believe there's some some news coming up. Oh, you keep confusing me. Okay. I'm all over the place. You are. Star Wars News. There we go. Star Wars News. I do really like that jingle every time. That is a good jingle. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for that jingle. Yes, his jingle was much better than our jingle. Our jingle yeah, was right. our jingle was fun. His <laughs> jingle was like almost sounded professional. Pro, it was pro. It was pro. Okay, so I got a, a little bit of Star Wars news. Um, so uh, May twenty sixth through the 29th. All right. Okay. That passed. I'm here. I'm ready for it. Okay. No, but, it didn't. Oh no, it's coming. It's only up. May twenty third. That's right. But May twenty sixth through the 29th, twenty twenty two. Star Wars, yes, Star Wars, uh, what do they call it? Star Wars uh, convention that will be back in Anaheim. Um, Okay. So they're bringing it back in 2022. So we have a whole year to tell our friends to send us. Star Wars Celebration. Star Wars Celebration, that's right. So Mm -hmm. uh, any donations can go to uh, Rob at BanthaMilkPodcast.com or to Nick at BanthaMilkPodcast.com. Uh, We're starting our petition now, a year early. Yes. Send Bantha Milk to Star Wars Celebration. That's right. Get us to Star right. Wars Celebration, please. We take check, money order, wampum. Venmo, um, send us an email. We'll send Venmo. you Venmo. Yeah, so. Check out our OnlyFans, right? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really. I mean, if, if you send us to, to Star Wars Celebration, you can only expect the best banter 
uh, imaginable. That's right. Uh, with with all of that fun new stuff in 2022, right? Yep. So, so we have Star a whole Wars year. celebration in Anaheim, California. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So on. send us help. Send us to Anaheim. Uh, Funko Pops. You love Funko Pops. I love Funko. Pops. I've got a, I've got a bunch of them. You not sure here, do. right? No. They're all in my classroom, right. but I've got a few here. Yep. They're just not Star Wars ones. So they have all new Mandalorian Funko Pops, and one of them even has Din Djarin with his helmet off. Well, that doesn't seem right. Yes. For the 30 seconds of screen time in two seasons that we've seen him with his helmet off, they have a Funko Pop with his helmet off. And he is holding baby Grogu in his hand. And uh, they they explained, the people who made the Funko Pop, the image that they were using, Grogu was actually, like he was holding him and Grogu was facing him. And they were like, this won't work for a Funko Pop. You will just see the back of baby Grogu's head. So they actually have him holding Grogu facing out. Um, so it's pretty interesting how they took a little, uh, creative, uh, leeway there, but that's cool. Uh, Funko Pops, and there's a new Mandalorian pinball machine, if you played pinball. Oh, man. Did you ever play pinball as a kid there, Nick? Were you a big pinballer? I, I did. Man, Pagan and I have been talking a lot recently how we want a pinball machine in the house. And it's like, all right, I feel like a pinball machine is like one of those things that I'm sure people are just dying to get rid of. They're like pianos, right? They just want, want it out of their house. Nope. Pinball machines are expensive, They're very man. expensive, yes. Yeah. Very expensive. And this is a brand new one, so it's not even like you're going to be able to get a used one. Nope. Um, so, true story, talking about pinball machines. Uh, there was, used to be an infomercial around Christmas time, uh, way back 15, 16, 17, between like 20 and 17 years ago. So you were like five. Um, sure. But uh, there was this... There's this place around here called TNT Amusements, and twenty, I think twenty years ago, I was like fifteen. Okay, so you probably watched these infomercials (laughs) at fifteen. But TNT Amusements, they they refurbish all the old arcade games like Pac-Man and stuff like that, and and uh, pinball machines and and all those fun things. And then you could either have your birthday party at their store, um, or like you could buy one of these refurbished uh, machines and stuff like that. So. Sherry's mom worked with the owner of that's wife. So okay. at our wedding was this guy, Todd Tucky, his name is. He's the owner of TNT Amusements. And he was like very like their their infomercials were on every single night for like five years straight. So all of these people that I was friends with are coming up to me at my wedding. And they're like, how do you know the TNT Amusement guy? And I was like. I don't. I don't. I don't know how he got here. So I asked Sherry, and she was like, "Oh yeah, his his wife works with my mom and stuff." So he was like a local celebrity for these infomercials. So if you want to get a refurbished one, that's a place to go to around here. So that always reminds me of what was the uh, name of the arcade in Wayne's World? They had that. He the guy was the sponsor of Wayne's World. Ah, oh, that's gonna annoy me. Uh, anyway, it was like it was like a uh, uh, family arcade, and that that reminds me that man, I gotta I gotta get on the pinball machine thing. Yeah, there are so many good old Star Wars arcade games. Uh, anyway, uh, yes. so yeah, all right. If you want to get yourself uh, Noah's a arcade Star Wars pitch, Noah's arcade. That's exactly what it was <laughs> <laughs> in Aurora, Pen- Aurora, Illinois. That's yep, right. There you go. So if you want to get a Mandalorian pinball machine, you now can. So there we go. So that's go it, it, except for there's one and other. And so, 
So if you want to send us to Star Wars Celebration or you want to send us a Mandalorian pinball machine for for Rob's Star Wars cave back yes, there, right? Yes. You can send checks to, to, to us for either. That's, That's right. Fine. Either one. We'll take either. Um, so you've, you you heard of this uh, this guy, Zack Snyder, right? Uh, once or twice. His, he his he made this, like, uh, this extra long Zack Snyder cut of some movie i don't know not many people have talked about it at all recently no, but no it has not been talked about in the news or in no social media not at all no. so since that everybody's talking oh, we have bill out there by the way hi bill. hi bill how are you buddy so since that everybody's <laughs> been talking about the you know is there a Zack snyder-ish cut of star wars so there is the original the lucas cut lucas cut okay yes. so there's an article from boingboing.net well, that, um, I mean, if, if there's any news site that sounds like a reliable source, I'm going to go ahead and say boingboing.net's got to be it. It's got to be legit. Yeah. It's like Reuters, uh, <laughs> BBC, yep. Boing Boing. Yep, New York Times, and, and then New York, New York Times yeah. is below Boing That's Boing. It, yeah. Love it. Um, so there is a Star Wars, the lost cut of the original 1977 Star Wars movie. But it's not just one. There's like multiple lost cuts because... Surprisingly, George Lucas kept changing the way the movie was was being filmed. Uh, that seems so so very much unlike. It him. does. Uh, so uh, the way the the story goes is the original cut that they put together, uh, directly going line by line from the script. They put it together. They screened it for a bunch of people, and everybody thought it was the most boring movie ever. Um, so then they had to keep changing it and adding little things here and changing this here and doing more stuff here. So the Lost Cut, there's actually like multiple versions of the Lost Cut. And they're all at uh, Lucasfilm's Ranch, Studio Ranch. Skywalker Ranch. Skywalker Ranch, Ranch. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to sneak in or whatever you want to do, you can find all the original 1977 Lost Cuts of uh, the original Star Wars. So there you go. So maybe one day we'll all get to watch the boring version the Lucas cut. of the Lucas Cut. Kind of like we got to watch the... Uh, uh, Christmas holiday special of Star Wars, which was... And then we'll be able to talk about it on this podcast, like we did the holiday special. You should check it out, by the way. We yeah. do have our live stream of our holiday special, if you check out some of our older episodes. How many episodes are we up to this now, This is Rob? 43. 43rd, 43rd episode, episode of Bantam Milk yes. Podcast. Yes. Uh, so go check out some of our old ones, but that was our uh, our segment on Star Wars yes, News. that was Star Wars News. Star Wars News. But of course, all right. The reason you've all come here, That's right? right. Uh, we do want to talk some bad batch, right? Uh, this is your warning. There are going to be some spoilers going on from here. Spoiler alert! Spoiler uh, alert! If you have not seen the most recent episodes of the Bad Batch, now the last time we talked, I believe we only got to talk about the first episode, right? Yes. It was a pretty long was, episode. So the first episode came out on May the fourth. So we did a show That's on right. May the fourth because what kind of Star Wars podcast will we be if we didn't do a show on May the fourth? Um, so then since then a episode two came out on that Friday and then the two consecutive Fridays leading up to today, we've got episodes three and four as well. So, uh, since we're, since we have so many of them, we're probably not going to get into a whole bunch of detail. We don't need detail, right? What we need is our big arcs, right? And we need to kind of know where that fits in. And I'll tell you. Uh, I think the coolest thing we're seeing, and I think they're kind of leaning into it with these new episodes, because it's a question that we've all kind of had since the prequels came out. It's like, all right, well, we know they were they had clones, 
We know then they had stormtroopers, but we don't know how we got from one to the other. Right. So it's always been this assumption that, you know, those stormtroopers, oh, well, I bet a bunch of them are clones and stuff. But we're getting a lot more clarity as far as what happened to the clones yes. uh, after Order 66 and once the Empire began. And it's really interesting to see some of those developments. Yeah, so let's start with Episode 2, which was called Cut and Run. Cut and Run. And according to IMDb, here's the synopsis of the show. The Bad Batch visits an old contact. That's it. That, that's it? <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, thank you, IMDb, for really cutting straight to the point there. Right? I, uh, <laughs> I, I really, I was hoping for so much more that I read that and I go, okay, you're not help at all. Uh, oh boy. Well, well, I guess it does make sense that cut and run, right? Because that old contact that they are meeting was cut. Um, and if you are a one of them Clone Wars diehards, right, you will remember that there was an arc wherein we met Cut, yes. uh, an escaped clone who who decided uh, the army and military life is not for me. He wanted uh, a little slice of normalcy, so he he got himself a wife, he got himself some kids, and he found himself a little plot of land out in the middle of nowhere to just retire. That's right. So he he left the uh, the Bad Batch are now on the run. So since they were on the run, they needed someone to try and find to help them. And I don't remember who it was. One of them said, oh, I know somebody. Maybe it was... Uh, it was probably Hunter. Yeah. So then they went and they found Cut. They were hanging out with him. And as they're hanging out with Cut, multiple things happen. One, this whole episode, talk about giant story arcs, is a big like father-daughter story arc. About, all about family. Yeah. Yeah, they're really leaning into that, too. You know, especially the Hunter-Omega dynamic. Yeah. Um, you know, Hunter's whole, like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a soldier. I'm not cut out to be a dad thing. Um, but, yeah, it, it's interesting to see. I mean, it's kind of cookie-cutter, I think, yeah. the, the so, formula. But. So, I mean, uh, and so Hunter's, you know, she wants, basically, she wants to stay with the clones. Uh, Hunter thought that it wasn't safe for a child to be doing which it. yeah yeah i, kind I of mean agree. at the end of the day yeah, kind of good agree. call hunter yeah uh so he wanted them to stay with his family the cuts family uh, but then of course in typical omega fashion uh she managed to es- escape run away from cut and then stay with the bad batch instead uh one of the funny scenes in it which i really liked a lot was since Omega spent all, whatever, 11 years old she is, I think, they somewhere in that area, 9, Something 11, like that. whatever, somewhere in that area, she spent her whole life living on that uh, that Camino uh, station. In the cloning facility, The cloning right? facility. She, uh, she comes down onto the planet, and she's like, what's this? <laughs> it's dirt. Like, it's dirt. <laughs> it's sand. And she's like, whoa, this is amazing, yeah. which is the polar opposite of Anakin. Oh, boy, Anakin. That's right. So, so what you're saying is maybe with equal light rises, or with equal dark rises equal light, according to Snoke, right? So yes. we have our dark. Maybe, maybe this little clone here mm-hmm. is that equal. Maybe this is Ray. It can't be Ray. Right? Can't we be already Ray, know it no. can't be Ray. But I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to don my tinfoil hat too early. I think I left it at work. Look, I, I'm I'm with you a little bit. I don't think it's Ray, but uh, I definitely think. That, and they made reference, I don't know if it was in the first episode or the second episode, that the Caminos don't clone anybody by accident. Right, yeah, they said the the 
mutation or the alteration that the clones have, it was always done by design. Yes. So whatever is going on with Omega, which again, they're being very secretive about, yes. you know, they all, they, they've given us this hint that she's kind of empathetic and stuff. But, um, I mean, I think it's pretty, it would be very surprising if it didn't turn out that she was force sensitive of some, in some way. Yes. Because, um, the only thing that she's missing would be the uh, the metachlorines, um, because that's it seems like they're they're still hanging on to that. Dave Filoni's trying to work everything together with the metachlorines as well as the right force, the M count the M count right? as well as the force yeah. being around them and stuff like that. And um, we know that because of what's the guy Pershing right, right. Uh, Doctor Pershing from the Mandalorian. We know that the Kaminoans know about metachlorines and M count because he specifically. Worked for the Kaminoans, Kaminoan cloners, and he was gauging the M count on Grogu. Right. So, who knows? I mean, this is this is thirty years, some odd years, forty some odd years before that takes place. Um, but it could be, you know, it could be that this is like the beginnings of that sort of process. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. So, and and I think she, like they 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 started to make their own clone to see if they could make a Force-sensitive clone so then they could sell said Force-sensitive clones to what was the Republic and then have an uh, amazing uh, Jedi army instead. Um, so I think we're going to find out more about Kamino's purpose for making Omega um, yeah, because and and I think that might also tie in with the Inquisitor storyline because in Rebels they talk we we learn a lot about the fact that there's this whole secret band of force wielding bad guys that work for Darth Vader that their job is to f- hunt force sensitives right so yeah. if we know that the Kaminoans right now are facing basically the termination of their contract by the Empire because they think it'd be cheaper and better to conscript their officers. Um, Maybe they decide, all right, well, if we can, you know, give them something to help bolster their Inquisitors, then maybe they're going to need us. Right, right. So so, uh, so I think we'll definitely find out more about that. Now, question for you. Have you noticed the difference between the Republic symbol and the Empire symbol? Have I noticed the difference? Yes. I have not noticed the difference. Okay. I mean, I, I, know, I know that... What, what each one looks like. Oh, you know what? But no, because again, I'm thinking of the rebellion symbol. No, so not what the rebellion the... symbol. So okay. if you look at the, the empire symbol, the black circle with a little spike right. sticking out of it. Sure. So there's a republic symbol that has eight little spikes sticking out of it, and the color is reversed. It's like white on black. And the Empire okay. is black on white with only six spikes sticking out of it. Uh, right. The Republic has eight. The Imp symbol has six. So as you're watching the episodes, they're quickly changing all of the... Uh, the, sim- the rebranding. The rebranding, yes. Interesting. And rebranding very quickly. There's, there's a lot of painters who are getting paid a lot of money right now to go around and change all of the Republic decals into Imperial decals. Um, yeah. So check out, I guess even look at, um, because like Wrecker and all of them, they have the symbol on their shoulder. Oh, right. So yeah, sure. take a closer look at it. See if it has eight spikes. It should have eight spikes, because that would be the Republic symbol. 
But then right. now that they're going to the Imperial, they're changing it. They change it to six symbols or six little uh-huh. spikes sticking out of it. So there you go. So that's something to keep an eye on. Another thing, again, when since you're talking about the changes, right? Because I think these episodes are all about kind of this transition mm-hmm. from uh, the Old Republic to the Empire. Uh, they have the introduction of chain codes. Yes. Right? Uh, we, we get into... Uh, we start talking with Admiral Rampart, right? Uh, they're they're introducing these chain codes that you're supposed to exchange your old currency, and in exchange you get your chain code. And uh, again, it's it's kind of allegorical to you know different you know despot nations in the world where you have to register and stuff like that. So they're kind of again they're they're kind of leaning into this authoritarian vibe. Uh, and we see chain codes be important in the Mandalorian, right? As mm-hmm. the, the chain codes are used to track people down and stuff. So interesting to see where that starts as well. Yeah. And it's funny if you do research on our social security numbers here in the United States, uh, in the 1930s, when they first introduced social security numbers, everybody was panicking, thinking that it was because the government wanted to track you and know where you were at all times. Right. Um, so this goes right along with that, where everybody gets a number now. And the droids even said, you know, it's funny, uh, droids spend their whole life trying to give themselves names as opposed to their numbers, and now humans are taking numbers instead of names. Yep. Um, speaking of names, I don't know it offhand, because it's like it has like 9,000 numbers in it, but the little doctor droid that they have, do you know what his full number is, his name? No. <laughs> you know, the little guy who like repairs them? He has like 31 numbers. He's like, I am okay. TK, blah, 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 blah. And it's just really funny that his his actual name is, has like so many numbers after it. But it's, uh, it's too long to memorize, and it's actually yeah. it's silly. So whatever. Hey, so as I was watching, I did catch two things that I thought were interesting about how um, animation is developing. Number okay. one, when they're on that rock, basically, and they've got the face masks on. Okay. Did you notice the animation of the breath in the face mask? Yes. Like, they're, the, it, just the fact that they're animating the fogging of the uh-huh. mask is just so cool, that attention to detail. But at the same time, why can't they figure out how to animate running to make them not look like idiots? <laughs> not look weird when they're running. Like, yeah. yeah it, it totally doesn't match up. Like, I, I would understand if it were, like, for an artistic side, but it just always feels like the running doesn't quite match up with the pace. Yes. Yeah. And, like, the, they don't have the gravity physics quite down right. No. And no matter how hard they try, they always look like Shaggy walking with a Scooby-Doo with the yes. big floppy arms. It's like, uh, it's silly. So, yep. all right, so episode two was all about them trying to uh, find somebody to help them hide out with. Then they introduced the chain codes in it, and uh, what's his name? Cut finds out that he now needs to hide it even more. Um, so they get cut off the planet, and then they um, they escape themselves back into their, into their ship. Um, did you notice the uh, electronic device that was clamping the ship down was also the same type of device that they used in previous movies. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, that was the same type of thing as that they had in the movies. And they're using, they're still using the old school uh, microphones, I guess, whatever you want to call them, the comm things yep. that were, uh, according to our good friend Ryan Airy, who came on our show, he said that they modeled the original ones for the movie off of the old woman's chick leg razor. Um, okay. So it's if you look at if you find the old woman's chick 
leg razor. That's what it kind of looks like. And uh, they don't make them anymore. Um, but uh, but that's what they modeled it off of. So now they're they're animating the same exact thing, the, the little silly little leg razor uh, communication devices. Um, I like it. So this was all about, you know, family and stuff. And it was, it was a good episode. Uh, like you said, it feels like everything's going slow. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got 16 episodes. And, you know, Rob was saying to me at work the other day that, you know, since we were able to talk about yesterday's episode or Friday's episode, that maybe they'd start wrapping some of these. Because, you know, like in The Mandalorian, we would have like three or four episode arcs until they moved on to something else. It doesn't seem like they're going with that no. model here. Yeah. We're getting long series arcs with small individual stories on each, um, which is fine. But again, it's just, it's a little less mature storytelling, I think, than The Mandalorian, which makes sense since it's uh, an animated show, but we'll see. Uh, again, it's it's all been good. It, it hasn't been mind-blowing. It hasn't been like Clone Wars level to me, I don't think yet, especially that last season. Right. Um, but it's still early in the in the series to tell, right? Yes. Uh, but we do want to move on to, to episode, I guess, three episode as well, three, right? Because yes. in episode three, we get... Uh, introduced to that project, uh, War Mantle. Right. So this right, is called Crosshair Re- as the leader. Episode three is called Replacements. Right. And uh, the, here's the synopsis: The Bad Batch gets stuck on a desolate moon. Good. There we Good. go. All right. Thank That's you. All we need to go on. Thank you very much for that. Yes. Um, so yes. So yes. This is all about Project War Mantle, which Jyn Erso saw this plan when she was going through. Like when she was downloading the plans or trying to find the plans for the Death Star, yep. she was scrolling through. And this was one of the plans that she mentioned while she was scrolling through. So we got to find out about that. Um, Wrecker keeps... Wrecker's th- hysterical. He's hysterical. I love Wrecker. Did you notice when he was complaining about his headache, he was saying his head hurts. My head hurts. And he was grabbing his head, which is where the chip is the chip. embedded yep. in their head. So... Just like we found out with Crosshair, Crosshair's chip was working just enough in episode one that they were able to re- restore it. Um, I'm wondering if Wrecker's chip will come back to haunt him type of thing. Or if they wind up getting the chips out. Because at the same time, uh, what's his name? Tech is trying to figure out a way to design something to buzz and zap the chips in their head so that they don't do anything to their brains. Right. So will Wrecker's chip start working before um, before Tech figures out a way to fix it? Or will will, uh, will we see a bad Wrecker coming at us soon or not? That could be interesting. I don't know, because even in like in Friday's uh, episode, he got knocked on the head and knocked <laughs> out. So they're really kind of leaning into knocking Wrecker yeah, out. Yeah, they here. like they like knocking him out a lot. That is fun. Uh, but his his little uh, like I wouldn't even call it father daughter. It's almost like brother sister relationship he has with Omega. Yeah, is adorable. It he's, is. Adorable. Like, it's just so sweet to like yeah. to see that that uh, relationship that they have. Um, but yeah, they, so they, the, this project war mantle is, you know, supposed to be, all right, what can we do is, can we conscript soldiers and, and would it be better to conscript soldiers than to keep making them with clones? Um, and we get a little interesting stuff because Disney's getting pretty dark with this cartoon. Yes. Like, like they're doing straight up war crimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, like, they are. 
So, cross, cross, you know, at the end of this whole shebang here, Crosshair and the rest of the elite squad that is Project Warmantle come up across this basically band of, you know, civilians, women and children, and Crosshair decides, well, we're going to wipe them all out. Yeah. Right? And the one guy decides to stand up and say, hey, no, we're not going to do that. And he's like, yeah, we are. See ya. See ya. And he kills that guy. Yeah. So Crosshair, and then and is, then there's that, but but after that, it's this weird second where Crosshair says, "All right, kill everyone," mm-hmm. and they do, and you don't see it, but you hear like the guy starts his up his flamethrower and stuff, and the people scream, and I was just kind of like, "Yeah, all right, Disney." Yeah, yeah, very very dark. Um, yeah, and it's interesting that Crosshair is so programmed now, where before yeah they overtuned it for sure. Yeah, like he wasn't, you know, when he was with. The Bad Batch, it was like, you know, we don't follow orders, we do, you know, we'll get the job done, but we'll do it our way type of thing. And now he is so programmed, like, we have to do this. This is what they told us to do, we have to do it. Yep. So, it is it is very interesting. And also, uh, replacements. So, Omega, in this episode, replaces Crosshair in the ship. Sure, sure. Um, she was, until this point, sleeping on the floor, basically. She had a gonk droid as a pillow, which I don't think would be very comfortable. Nah. Um, so now she's sleeping. But her little room at the end of the, the episode is just so delightful. It is. It's very delightful. But it was Crosshair's room. So now that's... Yeah, yeah so she replaced him. Um, they have to replace the parts in the ship, and also the replacing droids... Uh, so there's a whole a whole bunch of replacements, and they're also replacing the the uh, squad uh, the squad basically with, with Crosshair the, as the leader. Yes, yes, and with, they're replacing you know, with all the other. And Keanu squad. Reeves is replacing the Washington General. That's with, right. With uh, that's right. Yes. And, uh, and there's script, who else is scabs. in that one? That was Orlando Jones Orlando is in Jones, that one yep, too, right? Yep. So they were all and in it. There's, there's that French guy. That was a great movie. <laughs> and the, I uh, loved the replacements. The man. kicker, the the uh, the field goal kicker, who was like, uh, whatever. Let's play football. Like an Irish <laughs> soccer player or yep. something. He was out there smoking a cigarette while kicking field goals. He's like. Throws that down. Oh man, I gotta watch the replacements. Such I always get movie. the replacements mixed up with Remember the Titans because oh. they always came out around the same time. Yeah. Uh, but they're both great they're, football movies. They're both the great football 2000s. movies. Two two completely different angles on yes. football, but great yes. football movies. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, the, not a whole lot happened in the oh, third. Also, again, replacements. Except... Red blasters are used by humans. Really? Droids are not. Yeah, droids. Uh, um. Hold on, let me try that again. Red Blasters by humans, the clones and droids, Blue Blasters. So, so you mean the actual, the actual the, bolts coming the bolts out of it? The bolts that are coming out of it, the humans so are now, firing red, which I are also think Imperial. That has to do with the lethality of the bolt. Because I think the Red Blasters are, are shoot to kill, and I think the Blue are the stun. Or, okay. or am I crazy? I don't know. I just that's something, that to, something to look up. Yes. Something, someone's got to tell us that because again, every I noticed the difference in in the blaster colors, and I wondered about it, and I thought maybe that had something to do with it, but maybe not. Yes, who knows? And, and also going back to your uh, your scene where when the Bad Batch went, they, they basically sent Crosshair with the humans back to the same exact encampment that they sent the Bad Batch to earlier. Right. And the Bad Batch were more human than the humans were because the Bad Batch was like, we're not going to kill these women and children. 
But the yep. humans, after, I mean, also after Crosshair shot one of them, they said, okay, well, if we want to live, I guess we have to kill all these humans. So they're, the humans are now becoming less human, and the droids, not droids, the clones are becoming more human. The Bad Batch is becoming more human. Yep. So those are some little takeaways from Indeed. episode four. Well, that was episode three, right? I mean, episode three. I'm sorry. Yes. Right. Going into episode four. I liked episode four, I think, the most out of all of them, just because we do get reintroduced to an old friend, which is really kind of a new friend. But what does IMDb have to say about that episode? Okay. So IMDb, about episode four, which is called Cornered, it says, the Batches supply run goes awry, and it doesn't even have a period after it. So that's how short it is. Wow. Uh, so well, yeah. we I will tell you that it looks like uh, I I'd never heard of Pantora, but that is the the planet they're going to, Pantora. Yes. Uh, and we are introduced to reintroduced to Fennec Shand, right? Fennec Shand, who we yes. saw in the Mandalorian, we are going to be seeing in the Book of Boba Fett. Um, pretty exciting to see. Uh, again, I I do like I know people always say, oh, it's a huge galaxy, you know, bring in more characters, but it's nice to see you know the characters you've you've. You've begun to introduce to learn more about their past and stuff, right? So we do have Fennec in her height of her bounty hunting days, tracking and, down Omega. And she was uh, voiced by Ming-Nan Wen, which was Fennec yes. Shad. So yes, indeed. It, it was her voice again. On a funny note, uh, I'm looking at the whole cast, and Citizen Number 2 slash Traitor was voiced by Bobby Moyahan. And who's that? He was in. He's been in. Uh, he was in The Mandalorian. He was in Saturday Night Live. Bobby Moy. Bobby. Bobby Moynihan. M O Y. Oh, okay. He was. He was the the little blue guy also in Mandalorian. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. So. Rock on. Uh, he's in Mr. Mayor, um, which is a fun show. This, on- this was the first episode. That I think this might have been our first introduction, except maybe for uh, the Last Jedi, where we actually see space cops. Yes, like like we yes. we've never seen we've always seen stormtroopers uh-huh. as like the local public uh, safety authorities, but finally we're seeing that like there there are municipal governments and they yep. do employ their own space cops. Yes, so we did see space cops, which was good. So that was funny watching watching the. And, and apparently they're worse than stormtroopers because they <laughs> they didn't do anything. They did nothing except for get shot and died. So yeah, Fennec literally shot the dude straight. Again, another really dark moment. Yeah. for Disney, Fennec straight up assassinated the guy straight to the chest. He was gone. A cop, and it's a cop, no less. So yeah, yeah straight to the chest. Right? Yeah, boy. Um, but so I'm trying to think. Out of the first four episodes, I probably like this one the best. Also, but I feel like. I liked one a lot because of how much it wove in with with Order sixty six with Order sixty six yeah, yeah. Um, but like if Omega's gonna keep being this naive I I, I don't want to say dumb but naive where she just like she just runs off in a in a strange city runs away from from Hunter like if this is gonna be every episode. They need to get one of those harnesses for her. That yeah, the like what, <laughs> the leashes the for them all. The leashes, <laughs> yeah, like with the little tail. And he just needs to hold on to her the whole time because it's going to get out of hand if she just keeps running away from them every single every single episode. And there is a little bit of animosity online against her, like, but there always is with Star Wars fans. Some people don't like Omega. I don't mind her. Uh, you know, she she's 
what they need in this. Every every one of these things needs that, you know, MacGuffin that needs to be defended or protected. Right. Um, but I don't know. I, I like her. I'm I intrigued like her. by her and I'm interested to see because I never there's a couple things I never thought about. I never thought about a force sensitive clone. I never thought yeah. about uh, the the prospects of a female clone. Right. Uh, of, you know, of Django Fed, who is a male. Right. So it's really interesting to see the developments in it. It's just it's a little slow right now. We'll see it what is, happens. It but. is a little slow. Um, this whole episode was basically all about. So and also, who do you think hired? Fennec Shand, like she's obviously not uh, working Imperial. for Imperial or right. anything like that. Maybe the Kaminoans hired Fennec. Maybe because because she's clearly, back. I mean, the target is Omega, but it's clearly not a kill target. You right. Know, Fennec Fennec specifically saved her life at least twice uh-huh. in this episode. Yeah, yeah. So synopsis for those of you who who didn't watch it or whatever. Basically, they go into town because they need to. They need to get more supplies because Wrecker ate all the food because he's a big guy and eats all the food. Oh, and the other thing was interesting. They had to... So this made me laugh as well. Maybe because they were trying to get supplies at the same time. But they land the ship that they know is wanted right in the middle of a spaceport. Yeah, can't these people land like in the middle of... I don't know, like on an island in the middle of an ocean or, an or... or something. Yeah, like, like okay. And then the guy was funny when he was like, "I will not look for a, you know, I forget what he said. He didn't say for a price, but he just said yeah. I can. That's what he said. I can ignore that. Right. And they were like, "Cool, you will." He's like, "I can." And they, so you could tell that their naiveness in in real world situations because they didn't realize they had to bribe the guy to not yep. register their ship and um, by the way that uh that species was a Sulliston, right much like the end nub of uh uh-huh. you know who helped lando pilot the uh, millennium falcon a fat Sulliston um, too he was yes big old chubby guy big old chubby guy uh but good for you know yeah they, they come in all shapes and they sizes. do they sure do so yeah so uh so yeah, so it all takes place in in the town and the little city, whatever, with the space cops, and it was fun seeing the people walking and the uh, the speeder bikes flying over top of them. There were some speeder bikes that I recognized from Star Wars Galaxies, so sure. I'm pretty sure Dave Filoni must have played Star Wars Galaxies a lot because he keeps incorporating a lot of Star Wars Galaxies uh, characters and and creatures and ships and stuff into it so that was that was fun for me seeing that since i'm still playing um sure. so yeah i mean it was all about fennec shand finding her trying to capture her and then omega did a good job of escaping on her own but then she uh you know did get at the end you know uh what's his name not wrecker the uh hunter hunter thank you hunter did save the day but that was pretty cool though he throws the knife at fennec and she was like bing and she like stops it with her uh with her shield but then you you can also see the i'm gonna go with just because they're genetically mutated how much stronger hunter was than her but she was very quick and uh once again uh wrecker gets knocked out by fennec the big, one hit. The like big not even, guy. Wasn't even a contest. Wasn't even a contest. So, so far in four episodes, I think Wrecker's been knocked out at least three times, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, I think it is funny that he has all of this strength, but then keeps getting knocked out. Um, yep. 
Got to have it where it counts, and Wrecker needs to learn a thing or two, apparently. He's got he's to gotta be a little quicker, not just overall brute strength. Yes, indeed. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, that, again, not a whole lot. We're, we have a whole lot of big overarching things. So far, we just know that they're, they're searching for Omega, um, and we got to remember that uh, Crosshair is still out there searching as well, right? So we'll see what happens going on in the future. But I think that's, that's a good wrap of the four uh, episodes that we have had so far. Um, recall they come out on Fridays, right? So you got to make sure you check out Fridays on Disney Plus. Oh, and uh, and in between then, if you're bored on Disney Plus, they do have a bunch of new Star Wars things. Yeah, I um, saw that today. There was one like vehicle fly-throughs or yeah, something like so, that. So there's vehicle fly-throughs, and there's also kind of like if you if you've ever been to Disney and you've gone on Soarin', um, there's the Soarin' version. Of all of, not all of, but maybe like five or six planets of in in uh, Star Wars lore as well. Um, so there's like flyovers of uh, planets, and then fly throughs of spaceships and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Um, and I do, we do have one feedback this week, all right. which isn't really feedback. Um, oh, where? Okay, so this was, <laughs> I thought this was in, in the Geek uh, Facebook page, but this was in Star Wars Galaxy's Facebook page. Somebody, okay. somebody posted a meme from I Love Star Wars, and it's, uh, it's from the family guy. And what's the daughter's name? Pam Peg? What's the daughter's name? I don't know. I'm not a big Star, uh, uh, Star Wars guy. Yeah. Family I'm not guy. a big Family Guy guy. All right, but anyway, so the daughter... It's, it's her body, but then it has a picture of Star Wars Rebels over top of it. And it says, you guys always act like you're better than me. And then the picture below it, it has Peter, uh, the wife, and the son. And they, over their faces, it says, the Mandalorian Clone Wars and Bad Batch. Hmm. Um, so I posted a comment in here trying to be funny, saying, uh, I disagree. This is fake news. Uh, if they think they're better, they are wrong. I thoroughly enjoyed Rebels as much, if not more, than... It's supposed to say Clone Wars, but I wrote Clothes Wars. Uh, to which I got a bunch of replies, which were funny. Like, one person wrote, uh, uh, Rebels was awesome. Uh, somebody said, well, I guess your opinion counts more than everybody else's, or something like that. Uh, which was all funny. Uh, oh, somebody wrote, K, but you're wrong. And then someone said, it's treason. Then another one says... Well, uh, I guess I guess your opinion counts more than somebody else's, like jokingly. So then I jokingly tried to write back, and it didn't go over very well. Saying oh, no. I was I was trying to make fun of myself more than somebody else, like saying like, isn't it funny how how I wrote? I like it when people tell you that your opinion is wrong. Haha, <laughs> that is why it is an opinion. And I was referring to my original post where I was saying that the meme was wrong. Right. But it got taken that I was directly replying to this one person, and then he got real angry and was oh, like, no. "I never said that. You're a jerk." Blah 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 blah. And then it was this whole big thing. So there, that was Stirring our feed, pot. our feedback was, you know, all that stuff. So I thought it was in in your your uh, geek uh, group, but it was in a different group. 
So uh, that's pretty funny. So if all, right. all those people so out check, there, find I us apologize. online, and, yeah. and you can find Rob just berating people on social media and telling right. them how wrong their opinions are. Yeah, that's what I do. I just you know <laughs> tell everybody that they're wrong, and my opinion is the only right opinion there is. So yeah, because you know what, he's a Star Wars fan, and that's what Star Wars fans. <laughs> that do. is exactly what Star Wars fans do. <laughs> their opinion is the only one that counts. Since that's you right. wrote the movie differently than what I thought it would be, this movie is awful. That's so, right. So there we go. Oh man, but uh, yeah. So episodes one through four in the books. We are uh, a quarter of the way through our season one of the Bad Batch. Right. Uh, you can count on the fact that within the next two episodes, we'll be coming back at here with uh, some more banter about uh, the newest episodes of Bad Batch, as well as other developments in the Star Wars world. Right. So make sure you check us out on social media. Uh, go to facebook.com slash group slash Sacred Jedi checks uh, Sacred Jedi texts as texts. well. Right. Yes. Uh, Sacred Jedi checks are actually those checks that you're going to write us to send us to Star Wars Celebration next Star year. Star Wars Celebrations in um, Anaheim. So yes. make sure you send us your Sacred Jedi checks mm-hmm. uh, and and head to Sacred Jedi texts online. Um, and yeah, I think that's that about closes it out. Anything else so. for the good of the cause, Rob? I got nothing else. I got nothing. We got, got nothing. nothing from those of us here at Bantha Milk Headquarters. The both of us, we have spoken. We have spoken. Boom.